You are now tuned into the T Sims podcast. And this right here, ladies and gentlemen, is my slow clap for the Denver Broncos winning the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 50, proving once again that I know absolutely nothing about sports. I believe I made comments saying that this Super Bowl could be uh, Seattle Broncos part two. Um, boy, was I wrong. Didn't see that coming at all. That defense. For Denver, man, that that looked like a tidal wave that Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers could not get over the top of. I, I promise Brock Osweiler, Tim Tebow would have won that game had they been starting for Denver. And that's not taking anything away from Peyton. Gotta love Peyton. I'm happy that he's going to be able to go out and um, retire the way that he should. And he got his, his Super Bowl tying his brother. And so that's a big deal for him. So you got to give him the congratulations. But everybody knows it was that defense that was so uh, aggressive and got Cam uncomfortable. And, I mean, really there's nothing that Cam could do when there's guys getting to you in half a second. Um, but congrats to Peyton. A uh, big win for him. But I'm not here to talk about Peyton. Let's talk about the guy on the other side of the football, the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton. Uh, He's getting a lot of flack. He's getting a lot of flack the way that he handled the media after the game. And I have zero problem with the way that he handled the media after the game. I mean, you're looking at a guy who goes to Blinn, Blinn Junior College wins a title, goes to Auburn wins a title, and is now coming in and playing in the biggest game of his entire life that he is projected to win, uh, goes out there, gets his ass kicked, and has to talk to the media 20 minutes after all this goes down. Not to mention, the Super Bowl, they spend a lot of money uh, getting all this stuff ready, but they only separate the winning and losing teams by a curtain. So Cam can hear all the Denver Bronco players behind the curtain, uh, you know, excited about their huge win, and Cam just got his heart ripped out. So I have zero problem with the way, with the way he handled himself there, um, getting up and walking out. I mean, that's got to be tough. That's got to be really tough. You come off the field, you're still in your pads, and you have to answer all these questions about the biggest game of your life that you just lost with cameras all in your face. I mean, it's just got to be tough. And, um, you know, they pan over to the to the side. They kick it back over to Dion. Dion had some remarks um, saying, you're the face of our brand right now. You won the MVP. You can't do that. A Manning, a Brady, all these guys who are a prototypical type of quarterback, they're not going to do that. Would Breeze ever do that? Everybody's going to say that you're dabbing, smiling, and styling, and this is how you're going to go out when, you're, when you lose. But, you know, I love primetime, but he hasn't lost a Super Bowl. So how can he make comments saying how Cam should react when he hasn't, he hasn't ever lost a Super Bowl? Um, and, you know, uh, Dion compares him to uh, Manning, Brady, Breeze, but th there is no comparison. Why Don't compare Cam to these players because he's not these players. And Cam has had a history of, of being a sore loser. And I, I can see where that is bad in the sense that, you know, he has kids that look up to him. But at the same time, it's real life. It's real life. And, and when you work so hard and you don't get what you work for, you know, I can see where it would be tough to answer questions 
right after the game. And and so I have I have zero problem with the way that he handled the media. Um you, you know, the media w- when he's winning, Cam is praised for being the smiling guy doing the dancing and everybody loves it and they want they want him to be himself, but the media doesn't want Cam to be himself, which is a sore loser when the game is over and so or or when he loses. And I mean he's had a history of doing that. He's had a history of being a sore loser when he loses. You just didn't see it that much this year because they lost once up until the Super Bowl. You know? So you didn't get to see a lot. Um so I will defend Cam Newton there. What I cannot defend on Cam Newton is him not falling on the football uh, towards the end of the ball game, which gave the Denver Broncos the ball, you know, in the red zone and where they go in, end up punching it in. And pretty much um, the game is over from there. Uh, Cam went on after to say that it's, you know, they, they train these quarterbacks to not try and dive in on these piles to, to prevent injury. But, Come on, Cam. You got to go get that football. If you fall on that football, you potentially it'll be fourth down. You go and punt it away. They're not moving the ball either. Potentially get the ball back. And, you know, do I think they'd go down if they had stopped Denver and had two minutes left on the clock to go down and score? No, they weren't going to win that football game. But you can't just give up. And it did look that way. And I'm a Cam lover. Love the guy to death. Uh, But it looked like he... He gave up. He had that deer in headlights look at the end of the ball game, and you got to go in there and get that football, man. Um, <laughs> prevent injury or not, th- this is the game that you train and work so so hard for. You have got to go in there and put your hands on that football. Big physical guy. He he could have got in there. He could have got in there, and put his nose down, and, and, and made an impact, and go in there and get the damn ball. Um, so that I do have a problem with. Um, they weren't going to win that football game. They weren't going to win that football game. And it's tough to say. I was pulling for them. Um, But, yeah, Cam, the way he handled the media, I have no issue with. Him not diving on the football, you know, that's a a different story. Um, But uh, tune in next week for new topics and new discussions.